a drop of golden sun. And now I call myself. There we go. There we are. Can you hear the? Is it? Oh, they're not wearing the headphones anymore. I'm not wearing the headphones. Could I hear what? I was gonna say, can you hear the the sounds? That such a dumb question. Are your headphones connected to your computer door? Not anymore. Oh. Are they connected to my computer, you said? Yeah. Not anymore. I did turn them off. Oh, well, for the... For the, for the yes. Are you... Why? There's no stand. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Welcome, Welcome. to the... New structure, Second? <laughs> second? First? Maybe for... Let's say... First, yeah. The first official episode of Loose Structure, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is our get to know you, get to know your hosts. Get to get to know your hosts a get little bit. Get to know bit. your hosts a little bit. I'm Christian. I'm Jimmy. And we already said the name of this podcast. We already said so the name. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do it again. No. no. If you didn't catch it the first time, Sucks. go to the. <laughs> That's the only time we're gonna be talking about it. We will never say the name in the history yep, of this stay podcast tuned for ever merch. again. <laughs> well. <laughs> so how should we're we already go? off the rails. <laughs> we're already there. Good. Uh, two minutes in. Love that. Uh, how should we start this off? Should we? I don't know. Um. Do you want to do back and forth? Should we? Well, I was thinking that, but should we also kind of get into Maybe how we to... met, how we know each other? I think that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how did that? How did we meet each other? Um, <laughs> well, well, I'll tell what I remember, and then you can pipe in. Wow, I love whatever it. I'm you. I'm so remember. excited for great. this one. How much do you remember? Not a whole lot. <laughs> so for our listeners who don't know me personally. Um, I spent, I would say, the majority of my sophomore and junior year of college in a cannabis-filled state. So it is questionable of what I can and cannot remember, um, if I recall correctly. Okay. We first officially met when we joined um, the same college acapella group. But this was not um, in the case of Andy from The Office, Here Comes Trouble, where everything is fine and dandy. This was a litigious group of assholes that somehow we found ourselves in. Yeah, I'm, I'm going no holds barred. Yeah, no, I see. Yeah. I, I would like to clarify. Yeah. I was in the group for a semester, thought about quitting, and then February of my freshman year... Yeah. We, we introduced two new lovely members, two nice. breaths of fresh air, yeah. one of which happened to be Jimmy Youngblood right yeah, here. Me, me right here. Um, yeah, so that's how I think we met. That's, we that's exactly, oh, yeah. Right. That was, <laughs> yeah. Um, you got out first. Yeah, unofficially? No. Yeah. Yeah? Unofficially. Well, I was out because I took that semester off. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And then I came back and I, I stayed a whole nother semester and I wanted to end that yeah. <laughs> time. Yeah. And then you left and then I came back and also hated it. Yeah. But you didn't have to leave leave because COVID hit. Yep. COVID hit. COVID and hit. And I had a nice, <laughs> a nice, a nice out. It was great. You said, mm, 
okay. <laughs> Please don't tag me in your, your social media. I know. I don't want to be in that. I don't follow Loyola College anymore. My mom still does. <laughs> I know my dad does. Does he really? He was so shocked when I was like, yeah, like, a lot of those people you met, like, they're racist. Jim was like, no, really? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm sure you were really thrown off by the two black people and <laughs> two Indian people that you saw. But, uh... But <laughs> after they all left in, like, the same year, uh, yeah, it's pretty safe to say that. I think we can say that. Yeah, no. I don't think any of the, if you are listening and you're uh, a former member of Loyal Cabal, first of all, welcome. Um, and second of all, uh, there will be some shitting. Former members, you're not bad. No. Yeah, no. no. Not it's all, not yeah. about you. It's not about the former members. It is about the current it Loyal Cabal administration. Administration. Yes. Administration. Is that the right term? I don't know. But I'm, yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna stick with it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. not to totally shit on them the entire time, but yeah, no. uh, not not the nicest group of uh, cats. You know, great opportunities. Got to meet some great oh, people. Great <laughs> opportunities. We got to sing. How many times did you sing? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> great opportunities. Great opportunities. Learned so much. Loved being a glorified background singer. Oh, so much. Yes. Would not trade. <laughs> oh, I'd trade it. Would not trade it for the world. No, I'd trade it for so many things. I would trade it for very little. <laughs> like, like 40 bucks on Amazon. Oh my god, wow. Not to. I didn't even mean to go back to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I like didn't mean to, oh. but, but here we are. So uh, okay. here's our, our annual fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Um, yeah. Wow. That's, that's how we met. That is how we met. Loyola Capella. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for. Well, I mean, I, won't I say met nothing. you, yeah. and I met Amari, and what yeah. up? Um, end of list. <laughs> there are some other people on the list. Treasured acquaintances. Treasured, treasured acquaintances. Yes. Would I call them if I was getting married? No. Would I be outwardly rude to them? No. no. Other people? Yes. Honorable mentions. Who, who would you have some who would who would you have as like your top three honorable mentions Jack Thompson one. Jack Thompson obviously no bad blood between you man congratulations on your wedding congratulations um, all the best of luck two second oh my god and, <laughs> and we're fine we're done uh, congratulations Jack uh, yeah that's great oh my god um my number two, I think, would be Alex Werner, personally, for me. Honorable mention. Yep, honorable mention. Um, Hi, Thumby. Devin. Oh never God, Devin. never yeah. was in the group with him, but what a, what a, what a fantastic human. Yeah, 100%. What a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, you said top three. I'm going to do four. I would say Emily Martin. Uh, Emily Martin. Oh, Emily, I know, you, I know you don't like me, but... Um, I don't know why you think Emily doesn't like I just... Like you. I have a gut feeling. I just... But, um, I, you're lovely. I hope you love San Francisco. Oh well, yeah, I hope thriving. Yeah, she has a pottery, not a pottery business, but like a clay jewelry business. Really? Yeah. She's making jewelry. Yeah. Wow. Good for her. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's cute. I I I don't <laughs> wear jewelry. I don't. You know what I mean? Neither do I. But I but I I I, I love the things that she's doing. It, it feels very Emily. It I'm feels very, very Emily. And I'm very happy. I'm glad that. that she made that transition after she took that one pottery class. 
That's awesome. Okay. All right, are we getting into the meat I of it think now? We're, I think we're getting into the, oh, the whole enchilada. Gosh. Yeah, grab All that right. notebook. Here we go. Um, we did. Uh, let's just do a quick shout out to our listeners. We did take your uh, take your advice, and there will be a very loose structure. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have questions prepared, and we will not just be winging it. So thank you for your feedback. Will we be sticking to the questions? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. But we, we did write the some right questions for creative, down. Creative licensing. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I think I would like for you to go first. Honestly. That is not the direction. That okay, that's if, if he's going. <laughs> no, no, I can do it. That's okay. Fine. Okay. I'm, I'm very intrigued. I'm very. Okay. Well, some of these suck. So, what would you say are Christian? What would you say are a few defining moments in your life? And how did they change you? Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know what your questions are, man. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I know, but that's one of my questions. That's Is very really? similar to one of my questions. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, it's almost like we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't believe. <laughs> what? Who would have thought? So I'm going to go with a very positive defining moment. Sure. Um, well, I said a few, so. There was one time I was driving, my mom and I were driving back from my grandma's house. I stayed with her for the weekend because, you know, I, I loved my grandma. Um, we were driving home and it was starting to get gray and a bunch of cars were pulling off to the side of the road and it just started pouring down rain. Couldn't see, wipers on high, no end in sight. And my mom slowed down, drove through it, and then like five minutes later it was blue skies, crystal clear, sunny. And she looked over to me and she said, take this as a life lesson. Sometimes you have to slow down. Sometimes you have to take a minute and evaluate where you are, but you just got to push through the rain to get to the sunshine. And that one has stayed with me for so long. When was that? Oh, I I think it was like freshman year of high school, maybe. Oh, wow. Like, I, I don't think I knew how to drive yet. Yeah, it yeah. Was, yeah. That's such a sweet It was movie. middle school or... Something like that. I'm so glad that that is a moment that you chose to share because <laughs> that's so positive. And I was like, this can take a really dark turn. But we're gonna start out. We're gonna start out in a positive place. So I appreciate. You know, that. that's that's, that's one of my favorite I movies. Uh, I think that one has defined me a lot. Uh, sure. Another one that has defined me. Um, I'm gonna call it a little more than a moment. Hmm. There was a summer. That uh oh no I'll I'll do this moment um I went to go visit my dad one year I think I was I had to be an even numbered age no an odd numbered age because I went every other year so I was like seven or nine maybe eleven I don't know um and I met one of my cousins that I had never met before and he was an athlete like football basketball soccer like all the sports anybody who knows me knows that i can't like i'll watch a soccer game i'll watch some baseball but i i don't like sports that's not my thing it's not who i am and my dad was introducing me and he said this is nick he just likes to perform and The disappointment in just like his voice and like 
I always knew that I was not his favorite child because I was never the child that he wanted. And like, no, it, it no, sounds. No, I know. No, like, to, it sounds. Like, you say that, and that does not sound. That's not very nice. No, it's it not can nice. Be true, but yeah, it's not nice. But as I've grown up, I've kind of had to realize. I'm not just anything. I am. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm. Fuck yeah, no, fuck him. And <laughs> that's kind of. I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to be presumptuous. Oh no, it's fine. Fuck oh, him. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and that's just something that I've had to grow through and learn through, and I think that has been one of my biggest challenges. It's something that I still grow through. I. And it's something that stuck with me a lot through high school too, because I met a lot of. I went to an all-boys high school, boys who like sports and this and that, and I was like, oh, so I'm just in a room full of people who are going to say he's just a performer, and I, and I it's something that I am just constantly working through, but I think I am growing through it, and it's something that has made me have to look at myself and say, you are more than that, and somebody knows, you know? Absolutely. Well, um, you're obviously more than just a performer. Thank you. Yeah, no. Jesus. But like, just? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, no. Fuck him. But oh, yeah. no. Shout out to my Aunt Ashley who really came to my defense that day. We'll never forget that. Yeah. Hell yeah, Aunt Ashley. Oh, thank if you. are listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how you're going to find this. <laughs> yeah. I'll send it to you, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, no. I feel like I should have one more just so I don't end on that. <laughs> choose your choose your adventure. Um, fourth grade. <laughs> I started a new school. I went through a whole name change. I went from Nicholas to Christian mm-hmm. because, you know, middle name to first name, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I... My reasoning was because I went to a Catholic school and I thought that <laughs> and I thought that they would you like me better. <laughs> I thought that I thought they would like me Nicholas better. Is not a Catholic name at all. <laughs> I was like, it's a Catholic school and they're Christians and my name is Christian, so if I start going by Christian, then That's, they will okay. accept me more. Literally, that is the most fourth grade logic in the world, <laughs> and I love how pure that is. I wish <laughs> that somebody had told me no. That's the dumbest. <laughs> yeah. I love it, but no, I did it. And I love that you stuck with it too. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Um, I'm going back to Nick eventually. It has to be done. Really? I love Nick. I love when people call me Nick. It just makes me feel like. Oh my God! Should I be calling you Nick? No. Are you sure? I don't know. It just sounded like you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's no, okay no, no. if you're in the middle of an identity crisis. That's fine. <laughs> we can unpack that. But um, no, the, the, like I, I appreciate when people call me Christian too. But there's. I don't know. I feel like it would be weird if I heard Nick come out of your mouth and I looked and I was like, what? Like, well, one of my really good friends who may or may not be listening made the transition from uh, Carter to Mac. Okay. And just straight up one day was like, it's actually Mac. Maybe that's what I just need to do. And yeah. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, went from Nick to Christian. Found out that my school did a talent show. Was 2008. Obama was being. Obama was about to get elected. He's still on his campaign trail. Um, so, what did I think would be the best way to celebrate that? My rendition of Cheetah Girls Together We Can. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> My rendition of Cheetah Girls Together We Can from the hit Disney go. Channel original movie Cheetah Girls. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm familiar. <laughs> In my Obama, yes we can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With a homemade sign that said hope, or what? Yeah, which I, I think that yeah, that was yeah. his slogan. Yeah. yeah. Wonderfully, did not give a fuck what anybody had to say. My favorite Should performance. Miss those days. Yeah. Oh, favorite performance. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Those are some some great memories. Also, one more fuck you to. Uh, Glad I'm not a junior. <laughs> a choice. <laughs> not good. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But a big fuck you to you. So. Yeah, a big fuck you to you. Wow. That's great. Some great, great moments. Thank, thank you for sharing. Oh my god, thank you for asking. Me and, and my <laughs> I think this is so funny. Not anything that you just said. Very serious, very oh, serious. Oh no. But I cannot get over the fact that I keep re- referencing our listeners and... It's just us <laughs> in my kitchen. There's no one around. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> listening right now. But we later. Thank Maybe. you so much for listening. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We, we truly, will be, you are why we do what we do. Exactly. We will be thanking you throughout this entire podcast. Throughout forever. Yeah. Because yes. thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with, I think... That one was a doozy, and I feel like your other ones could also end up going in that direction. I don't know, honestly. Some of them are good, very hit or miss. I have a couple that could be doozy It's like Battleship. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go with my most lighthearted. <clears throat> What's your favorite season? <laughs> Why is it your favorite season? And what is your favorite memory associated with that season? Yeah. Um, I would say winter. Okay. Which I know is an unpopular opinion. Interesting. And for a long time, I think it was winter because my birthday is in the winter. And February 14th? February 14th! <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know, for a while I was like, yeah, like, it's cool having a birthday in the winter. Um, I also, all of my friends have birthdays in the summer. Okay. And I like being like, yeah, like, we can have a party at my place in freaking February. Cool. Um, but I like winter. I think winter gets a bad rap because, like, it's cold. But as I get older, I appreciate more and more, like, a quiet winter day when the snow has fallen perfectly on, like, the trees and stuff. It's very pretty. You're from Minnesota, so you like, really get to see the snow yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, jealous. Yeah. So I'm a big, I'm a big snow guy. Um, I think driving in the snow is so fun. I, do too. I love snow driving. I don't know why people say it's dangerous. Like I know why, but it's dangerous. But, but it is so fun. It is as if every single person in the world suddenly turned their Mario Kart controller onto hard, and you know. For me, it's never been difficult to drive in the snow. I don't know whether I'm just good at it or I'm secretly horrible, but um, I have a great time. Good. I love watching people get stuck in ditches. I love driving past and going, ha ah, I'm a horrible person. Um, but yes, snow driving, fantastic. I love the winter. I love the snow. I think we get less of it every year. Very sad. It's so sad. Except this oh, year's supposed to be... A doozy. Yeah, this one's supposed to be a lot of snow. I hope so. Wait, but did you answer part three? 
What was part three? What oh, you... favorite memory? Yeah, what's your favorite memory? <sighs> In the winter season. Yeah. Um, I really like taking my dog on walks in the winter because my dog Judy does not understand what snow is and has no idea how to act okay. when it is around so like she'll stick her face in it and then realize like she can't breathe Oh. and she'll mm-hmm. stick her and then she'll pull her head out and be like completely bamboozled by the fact that like snow is solid um, she eats snow all the time as you should. Yeah, she's just very pure in the snow, and I think that that speaks to a lot of innocence that I don't remember. Like, I don't remember the first time I saw snow, but, uh, yeah. Oh, it's very cute. That made me want to ask a different question. But yeah, I go for it. Like, no, 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 go for it. We no. don't have to do the back and forth kind of thing. Um, I don't, when, uh, innocence. <laughs> I don't really know where I want to go with that. Okay. But, like, it's something that I think about a lot is like I don't remember when I lost my innocence and I would that's something that I think I would like to pinpoint okay well do you have like a a moment or maybe a series of moments where you were like oh like this is what shit is you know like when you sort of started to get it you know what I mean like what I'm saying I think this year honestly has been a lot of that yep and I and I not that I've necessarily been avoiding it Mm -hmm. I just didn't genuinely didn't know. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit. Yeah. And I think a lot over the past few years I've seen sort of like just drama in the world and in, you know, friendships and family and I'm like, oh now I see what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember specifically um, I think maybe in high school when I was starting to be like this is wrong like there's some really big problems um, so I think that sort of opened my eyes and then for a while I was just like well if I close my eyes then I don't have to see it and that didn't work so, yeah, I think innocence is very interesting. I think that we've had to grow up, especially our generation and our peers, you know, really fast because it feels like older people don't want to take responsibility for stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, it's been this way for X amount of time. Like, it can just continue to be this way. Yeah. And you guys can fix it. Like, if I had a dollar for every time someone said, like, oh, like, climate change is your problem, I would be so rich. And it just makes me, ma- like, not even mad, more, like, sad that that's the reality. Because, I don't know, I was never raised in a place where, like, you make a mess and you just leave it. You know, like, you always pick up your stuff and, yeah. you know, take care of that. Um, and so I can't understand when people are like, oh, like, we're going to totally screw up the world and then we're going to leave and we're not going to help you. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. So yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of it is this year too. Yeah. You can't really say I'm ignorant about it anymore. Yeah, no, like you have to no. see it yep. and there's, yeah. And I think 
there's no way to be willfully ignorant. Mm -hmm. But I, I feel like we also need to learn how to have conversations too because the, I think we kind of forget that not everybody knows the same things. Yeah. And some people have been taught differently exactly yeah. and especially like as in becoming more aware of things and we talked about this just before we started recording but like there are some serious gaps in education oh yeah in so many different subjects and so sometimes it's less about like you know choosing not to know and more of like not knowing and I know something that I struggle with a lot is I've always struggled with reading I don't think I'm dyslexic, but if I don't know what a word means, I will never ask. Really? Never. Interesting. And I, like, maybe will look it up, but I am much more often, I am much more likely to just use a word without fully knowing what it means because really? I've heard people use it and just try and use it in the same context. And that has gotten me into trouble a couple of times. Okay, interesting. Um, but I think that that sort of speaks to like the general air of it's not okay to ask questions and it's not okay to know. Yeah. And that feels really gross. I agree. And I feel like that sort of ties in with the innocence thing is because I think when I was personally, when I was younger, I used to love to read, I used to love to ask questions, but then there was a, a point where it was like, not okay. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, how do you not know this? What are you? T and I'm like, yeah. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. Yeah, like the transition became less about like, and people always the thing that I hate most about that is people always say like it's okay to ask questions, and then inevitably I feel like, especially in all my classes in college and high school, like teachers always say it's okay to ask questions, and in every single class I think there has been an instance where someone has asked a question and the teacher has gone. That's a dumb question. Yeah. Or like shames you for not knowing or been like, we've covered this information. It's like, well, you know, maybe they don't get it or exactly. maybe they don't understand. And and I shouldn't have yeah, to exactly. come to you one-on-one -on -one just to like, like it would probably help, but I shouldn't have to come to you one-on-one -on -one to understand this topic. I think, you know, right. we should be able to talk about it in class and help mm -hmm. me understand. Don't just make me feel dumb for not getting it. Right. Yeah. yeah. A tangent, but a lovely one. Tangent, but we, we're back. But, but, but we're back. Here we are. We've kind of already talked about high school with you. We have. A bit. Like, a, yeah. like yes, but no. Oh, I'm so intrigued by and this. And so I have, well, Cause like, I have... what was it like? Because I, I don't want to speak on my experience right now. Um, I mean, I can, but... That was another one of my questions. What was high school like for you? Oh, okay. Well, then I'll answer it first and then I'll let you answer it. Um, high school was like fine. Like I know a lot of people say that high school was the hardest time that they were alive, but I really think, I think the last couple of months of eighth grade to high school were so hard that high school happened and I was like, nah. Um, and a lot of that goes into like eighth grade is when I was first diagnosed with depression and anxiety and had just a really fucked up guilt complex. Um, and so I had been working on that and like basically checked out of eighth grade um, at like Christmas of that year. And so I had been working on that and working on that. And then I went on 
antidepressants that really messed me up and you know in hindsight and getting my degree and everything um, I realize now that like it's one of the warnings on Prozac that like it can increase suicidal thoughts and all that and I don't really know why that was prescribed if that was one of the things I was struggling with to begin with yeah that one um, doesn't make sense yeah yeah and I don't blame my therapist I blame more the doctor who prescribed that yeah um, and I know there was a lot of pressure from pharmaceutical companies to prescribe Prozac to people so that they could boost their clinical trial rating but um, I don't know that just never really sat right with me so then when I got to high school um, I played it a lot different than middle school so middle school I was you know pretty talkative I also went to a small middle school so there were like 40 people in my grade or so um, so like we all knew everything we had been with each other for you know eight years or so and you know I felt like I, I fit in pretty well in middle school I never really had any like super bad memories um, you know some light bullying about being like smart and then not being smart anymore um, but high school I played it a lot differently I played things really close to the chest in the beginning um, kept trying to find my crowd and I moved around a couple of times for friend groups and I feel like I kind of got it towards the end um, and like it was fine I don't would I do it again? No. I just remember being bored a lot okay. and like not really having an outlet for that and not feeling like, I didn't feel like I fit in enough with people to be like, hey, like, we should hang out outside of school. So I didn't. Um, and that was kind of weird. Um, so, yeah. And then I was in a relationship for the last two years that was something else. And, like, Sarah, if you're listening, first of all, Christ. <laughs> yeah. yeah yikes uh, second of all I don't know I hope you have grown as much as I think that I have since then because I think we were very young and very stupid and um, you know I think that's okay but I yeah so I think that relationship really shaped a lot of what I did and especially with my friends and um, lost a lot of nice people that I just stopped talking to um, and you know a couple of the guys that I'm still close with from high school stuck with me through that and we're kind of like this is weird like someone shouldn't ask you to stop talking to someone because they were mean to them like that's, yeah. that's weird oh. yeah that happened a couple of times um, so shout out to them but yeah I would say that high school really like it was fine and I think I just got kind of sucked into the possibility of being in love and did not know how to separate myself as a person from myself in a relationship. So that was a, kind of a reality check. So yeah, that's what I would say. But what was it like for you? Um, did you enjoy it? Did you not? Are you one of those people who were like, I would rather die than go back to high school? Did you peak in high school? I tacked that one on. I don't know. Um, if 
you're okay with a very long-winded answer. Yes. Perfect. I just spoke for like five minutes, dude. <laughs> yeah. Please keep did? going. Okay. No, no, continue. No. Continue. Um, I hated high school with a passion. Okay. With a burning passion. Um, I tried to like high school because I know that it that my mom made some sacrifices to get me there, and mm-hmm. I know that she worked hard to get me there. Yeah. But, and I'm so grateful for the opportunities mm-hmm. it got me. It, I, I, it got me here to Loyola. I got, Loyola. To meet, <laughs> got to meet some wonderful people, wonderful professors, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of friends that I hope that I don't fuck up and lose. <laughs> Um, Amen to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up some friendships yeah, too, you know. Yeah. Um, I you're think, a kid, you know? yeah, like you have more hormones than you've ever had in your life, and they're like, "We're gonna put you in the most awkward place." Exactly. And for me, I loved middle school. I, it was a rough start because it was one of the elementary to eighth grade, yeah. so people knew each other from kindergarten, yeah. and I was put in there in fourth grade. So I had to figure Kinda it out. Get to know. Yeah. yeah. And I have always been bullied cause I've always been <laughs> a goof, a goofy, a little effeminate, a little just weird and not really given a fuck. And it took me a while, but I finally found a balance. And also There were just, a, I don't know, I went from a school that student population was predominantly black. So it was like, I'm around people who look like me. Right. You, we may not think alike. We may not, you know, sure. we may not be. But it's it, yeah. like, it's so, yeah. yeah. And then to go to a school with, what, I want to say 1,520 something hundred, I don't know. My class was like almost 400 people. Right. Uh, mostly white, all male. All of my friends, not all my friends, but most of my friends in middle school were girls. And yeah. like, that's just, it was just a known thing, you know? Yeah. That was my friend group. So then to go to an all white, not predominantly white, all male school. Yeah. Um, Big change. Yeah. And, there's also this other underlying notion that because I act and speak a certain way, I'm not necessarily black enough. So I didn't really fit in with mm-hmm. the black kids in high school. And then I, I didn't fit in with the fratty white kids in high school either. And that's what most of it was. And it, High school for them was a networking situation, and I didn't know that that is what it was going to be. Yeah. And for someone who was also struggling with their sense of self, with my queerness, with mm-hmm. everything, I, it just wasn't a good fit for me. And I, the first week of school, I did. I told my mom, I said, I. Don't, I can't, I don't want to go back. I don't feel comfortable. And I don't, I love her to death, but I don't think she, she didn't, there was no way that she could understand what I was feeling. 
and I didn't have the words to say it. Yeah. yeah. So I really just stuck it. I stuck it out and <laughs> um, freshman year, I had a, a lot of acquaintances. I had no friends. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, Me too, man. <laughs> Me too. I had like one one friend and like yeah, no. <laughs> I I had people that I that would say hi, say right. hey, and I would do all of that. But yeah. you do the, do the nod. Yeah. yeah. And every every day I would come home, and my mom would be like, "How's your day?" And the only thing I would say is fine because yeah. I didn't have anything else to say about it. And yeah, I I met one friend sophomore year, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." Yeah. And I met a couple more like over the summer while I was doing work study, and I was like. Okay, wow, y'all are kind of cool. I still don't want to be here, but y'all, <laughs> make, <laughs> y'all make this experience a little, a little better. Yeah, and I also talked myself out of doing things that I didn't want to do, or that I knew that I wanted to do, but I didn't have the courage to do. Okay. Like I wanted to do theater my freshman year, but yeah. I auditioned for a show and I was so nervous. And the director was like. I don't think so. And I was like, okay, okay I'm never going to audition for anything ever again. Yep. Don't even worry about me. It's okay. Like, you'll never see my face again. Uh, <laughs> Message received. <laughs> but then, Got it. I am not talented. Yeah. But then the I met a friend junior year, uh, Mitchell Shorey. Shout out to Mitchell. Shout out to Mitchell. I have not talked to him in a while. Uh, Thank you for listening, Mitchell. <laughs> Um, I'm assuming everyone we mentioned like is automatically is like, oh fuck, like I'm on the internet now. <laughs> um, yeah, he talked me into auditioning for the musical that year. Let's go, Mitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we both got in and then he ended up not being able to do it and I was like, so you talked me into doing this musical and you're not even going to be able to do it with me so now I have to do it. Do this thing that I don't even think I really want to do. But what I had musical was it? My Fair Lady. Okay, I don't know anything about that. Good, bad, ugly. Love it. It was, I think, oh, good. I want to say it was my favorite one that I've done. I think it's just because it was the first one that I did. Sure. And it was, I had to get over my nerves. Yeah. And I, like, yeah. Well, that's and a met, formative experience, yeah. though, too. And I met such, like, cool people, too. And I was like, oh, like, wait, no, I really enjoyed this. Like, let me do this next year, too. Yeah. And I did it at a couple of all-girls schools, too. Hell, Yeah. So, like, junior and senior year got better. Good. And I also did a lot of retreats during high school. Yeah. To, like, try to center and find myself. Did you guys myself. do, um, what's the one? Kairos. Yes, that's what I was going to yes. ask. I went on Kairos my, I think I went on Kairos my senior year, and then I led it at the end of my senior year. Okay. And Question. Yeah. I've never been on Kairos. I have a very close friend, Mr. Bronson Taylor, shout out to you, um, who like says Kairos was a formative oh, experience. Definitely. One hundred percent. Cause it, it 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 gets you out of the world and it like lets you just kind of sit with yourself and just reflect mm-hmm. in in just the most honest and pure way. And then I don't wanna ruin Kairos if there's anybody who listens, but it just you Would you do it again? Oh, in a heartbeat. Really? If okay. I could the can thing you is, not? you can't. I don't think you can lead. I would lead another Kairos, and I. But you can't like you couldn't. No. There's no like adult Kairos. 
I'm sure there are, but once you go on it, you can't necessarily like go on it again. Because it's for? okay. Know. For an outside perspective, sounds a little like a cult. <laughs> <laughs> totally respect that it was formative. There, there are some surprise elements that just wouldn't be surprises right. if you right. have already gone, okay. which is what makes it cool to lead. I think leading was, I liked leading more than I liked going on it because okay. I wanted to, I Why wanted the opportunity to give somebody else the chance to. I need you to spoil Kairos for me later. Oh yeah. Not, after we're done maybe talking. not in the show, but yeah, no. yeah, I need to know. I love, yeah, no. Yeah. I love Kairos. And I talked one of my friends into going, and he was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I refuse. And I got to lead the Kairos that he went on. Oh. And then he came to me afterwards, and he was like, thank you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Like, That's so cool. It's just, it's one of those things that, Good. like, it's a very emotional experience, and it's you don't expect word. it to yeah. be emotional. And I've heard it, like, really sneaks up on you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no. Uh... Leading Kairos was my favorite four days of high school. Oh, wow. Four days. Yeah. Yeah, like three or four days, I think. It was my favorite time in high school. And that was my senior year. So if that says anything, that was like my last month of senior year. It was April. <laughs> we led April like second through fifth or second through fourth or something like that. Well, I found that too. Like one, I would beat the shit out of me in high school. Not a nice human being, but... I would say that I was the most like myself the last couple of months of senior year when I was like, okay. Like, I kind of started to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I also kind of realized that I would go back and slap the shit out of high school me and say, what are you thinking? And, like, maybe it's just me, but, like, I would do that with me from, like, last week. <laughs> no, me too. I like, would. like, And I'm like, what? Be like, you need to wake up before noon. No, high school me trying to like flirt <laughs> and like, oh my god, oh my god, I, I'm cringing thinking I'm about so it. I'm so sorry to all of the women that had the distinct displeasure of interacting with me in high school. I was a, a creep and a stupid kid. No, I... And I'm so sorry. I realized that I came off low-key stalkerish, and it's not intentional. I'm just I bad at technology. No, it's I... Like, a hundred percent, Abby Morose. There's no way you'll listen to this. I think you hate me. I think you think that I'm stupid. Totally fine. I am so so sorry for the various text messages that we exchanged <laughs> freshman year. I know they were too much now, but at the time I was like, I just want a friend. Yeah, no. Um, so I'm very sorry. Adam Wilson and Adam Siddharth. I apologize to both of both you. of the Adams. <laughs> um. Evan Schultz, not so much, but... <laughs> Fuck you, Evan Schultz. Hope you're not listening. Buy a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Buy some merch. <laughs> Buy some merch. Yeah, no, both of the Adams. I'm so sorry. I... Yeah. Oh, I hope both of y'all are doing well. Yeah. I also realized that I kind of, in high school, became a person that I didn't want to be. Like... Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I was with my friends, I would sort of, like take on their mentality yeah. and it's yeah. like this is not who I am I'm kind of being fake and I don't like that yeah so that's something that I've also had to for sure but yeah no high school hated it with a passion yep fuck high school <laughs> fuck high school that shit sucks yeah if you are a listener and you are in high school um I cannot even tell you 
how much better life is after high school. Like you can't even imagine it. It's so great. It's just four years. You got it. Yeah, high school is just four years. You will, you will make it. I promise. And you will be so much cooler afterward. Okay. Oh. I want to switch gears a little bit. Oh, okay. This is the question that I don't know how to ask, so I'm going to try and ask it. Oh, I'm so excited. And I. Yes, because this is something that we've never talked about. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And I'm genuinely curious. So, I want to talk a little bit about gender. Okay. Okay. Ooh. So, like, when did you start to identify as non-binary? And I don't mean to put words in your mouth if I'm getting it wrong. No. But I'm just curious because I've known you for what? Three years. Yeah, about two, two, yeah, three years in February-ish. Like yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm just curious because I was, I was, cu- I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, have I been like not having a deep discussion with my friend and using the wrong pronouns and all that stuff for all this time? No. Is it like a super recent thing? So okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it super recent. Okay. But the, I've always kind of known that like I don't know but I did honestly the first time I really ever thought about it was mm-hmm. Olivia's birthday oh on this past year yeah yeah we had vastly differences different experiences of that night but yes please keep going <laughs> no so when we went out I was talking to Liv mm-hmm. right who was also non-binary I don't know Liv that well but I don't know what we were talking about I think Liv was going to be sober for the night mm-hmm. or something, or I don't know. But I said, if you need me, I'm your person. And I never, like, I didn't say I'm your guy, I'm your man. I said, I'm your person. And right. it was just like a out of nowhere type sure. of, and I was like, I psychoanalyzed that for like a week and a half. And I was really? like, let me let go of that and yeah. we'll figure it out. And then I, I don't know, I've just kind of. been thinking about life itself Mm -hmm. or my life I guess and just remembering little things that I hadn't remembered like when I was in sixth or fifth grade or something I had just gotten a Facebook you know as you do (laughs) and I had posted please visit our old Facebook page please do not do that I think mine's deactivated I don't even know if you can (laughs) but like if you can do yourself a favor it'll cheer you up you will never see as many sad sub Facebook posts that were like subtweeting, but I didn't have a Twitter, so it was like <laughs> sub Facebook posting about a girl that I liked, Ryan Satchery. So sorry. Um, oh my god. All of like 2009, all of that. If you want to see me just a little chubby, usually with a freaking smile on my face. See, yours is cute. <laughs> <laughs> Yours could be wholesome. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, no, but I had posted a picture that said, I think it just said fuck labels or something like that. And I started. You said oh, fuck in sixth grade? Yeah. Oh, shit. It I was. Didn't even you had a badass in here. <laughs> oh, I got in trouble. 
Because there was, <laughs> sorry, side tangent. Side tangent. Um, there was, was it Wii World or something like that? There was an online gaming. I know thing. exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. And it's like the people, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I think Wii World or something like that. And, oh my gosh, we were on a trip and there was somebody who made me mad and I was like, fuck them, this and that, and like typed it out one night. <laughs> we were <laughs> we were on vacation. I typed it out in our hotel room, and then we got home. And my mom opened my computer, and she saw it typed out. And she said, "Christian Nicholas, what the fuck is this? You are not supposed to be cussing." And oh yeah, I got in trouble. I swore a lot. I swore way more. I would say I swear <laughs> most that I've ever sworn now, no. maybe last year. Okay. Yeah. I've tried to back away from swearing. I have too. I work bit. with kids a lot, so obviously I don't curse around them, but like. I don't think it's fun still. Yeah, <laughs> Is that bad? No, sometimes you're just like, fuck. Yeah, like, I just <laughs> have a good time. I can't get hurt and not swear anymore. Like before, I, I would say, like, oh shoot. Now it's a stream of curses. Interesting. Which I really like about. <laughs> and I think is the dumbest thing that I think about myself. I love that for you. I love that that is. <laughs> yeah, people are like, what do you like most about yourself? I'm like, I really like when I stub my toe, the things that I yell <laughs> at the wall. Do they make sense? No. Not at all? No. Okay, I'm here for that. Mm -hmm. So sixth grade, fuck yeah, labels. Fuck labels. And I remember coming home and my mom was like, who made you upset? What's wrong? And I said, nobody made me upset. I just hate that we have to put people in boxes. We have to define people. And I've always hated... Yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I, one of the things that I used to hear a lot was, why are you singing girl songs? And I'm like, it's not a girl song. It's just a song. Yeah. It was sung by well, someone who happens to be a girl. Yeah. Exactly. And I have never really fallen into it. I've mm -hmm. never, you know... I don't do boy things or girl things. I just do things and I am, you know? Well, first, <laughs> that's amazing. And I love everything that you just said. That sentence, is, I think, is really powerful. Interesting. Um, especially because like that, I was also an effeminate child. And I, it, it would bother me that like, I can't even think of an example right now, but like being in theater that was ascribed to be like yeah. a girl thing yeah or like that you would be girly if you did that which yeah. doesn't make sense to me and I don't get why that would be like also in terms of insults that's like three year old level insult exactly like, <laughs> yeah, oh you're a girl like okay. that's your point. the best like, you got <laughs> like you're three you don't have the so I don't know it bugged me from that perspective but I think that it's really interesting, you know, hearing all of your journey with that. So it is a recent coming here. It is a recent. It is a cool. very, and it's, it's just because I don't like. I don't know. I, there are parts of me that I feel are masculine, parts of me that I feel are feminine, and I think that they work together in right. a nice way. As to opposed to opposing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have to be one or the other, yeah. and I don't think that I. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the idea of gender because it. 
Because it's another way to say I'm better than you, and and we live in a society that it, that makes men think that they are better when in reality men are kind of trash. They are no, tra- no. <laughs> none taken. <laughs> men are trash. You heard it here first. No, and it's definitely like, not first. <laughs> you heard it here at like, some point. <laughs> yeah, men suck. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. And it's uh, yeah, I just I don't you know, I don't care. Like the other day, somebody at work. I walked in and they said, hey, King, and I wasn't offended. I like, hi, thank you. Oh, my yeah. God, hi. Call me King, call me Queen, call me Princess. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> 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 I mean, honestly, I don't give a fuck what you call me. Just do it respectfully. Yeah. yeah. I would like to ask a related question, Ooh. which I have thought about slightly, Okay. but not really. Children. What do you think about gender reveal parties? Or like like talking about like because someone asked me this the other day. I think it was Olivia, but I don't know. And they were like, oh, like, would you raise your child as non-binary and just let them choose? Or what would you do? And I don't know because I don't like obviously whatever they mm-hmm. you know identify with is you know what I want to support but I don't know how to foster that the best because I feel like people might feel secure in their gender identity it might take a long time yeah and like that's fine I, I don't know that was not really the question but. no I know what you're I've I've Never really been a big fan of gender reveals, not because of the gender aspect, but just because I, I think it's dumb. <laughs> just wait until the baby is born and like... Also, I feel like that's way... Not to at anybody, but isn't that way more fun too? Like you're in the yeah. delivery room and you have no fucking idea. And also, yeah, like you see the baby and you're just like, oh, You have no idea what it could be. And it... And it and also, why do you care if it's a boy or a girl? Are you not going to love it the same? Yeah, exactly. Like, and, like, you need to decide now. Like, do exactly. you really need to pick gendered gifts depending upon what this baby is who is not going to remember any of this? Exactly. Dumb. Yeah, no. Dumb. I just... Just have a freaking baby shower. Get things that you can use for any yeah. baby. Pampers. Onesies. Bibs. Make pink cool again. Exactly. Oh my god. Pink is such a good color and it's such a bad rap. Let boys wear pink. Let boys wear pink. And let them know that it is not girly. Let it boys is not... wear heels if they want to wear heels. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. God, we need I more of the that. ankles for it, but yes. <laughs> I didn't mean that in like I no. have gross ankles. I just mean like I don't have the ankle strength to wear heels. I have nothing but admiration, but I can't physically do it. Start off small. Get a, get a <laughs> Maybe like a half heel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are those called? Isn't there a name for those? The kitten heel. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking lifts, but yeah. Oh, there's also. I guess there's the platform. My yeah. dad had a platform heels, which. It's not that I can't imagine him wearing them. I totally can. I can't imagine how tall he would be. How tall is your dad right now? It's my height. Oh, okay. But. Jim slouches a little bit, and in a platform, oh, goodness. he would be a force to be reckoned with. Jim in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. 
I would love to. I would love to see more men in dresses and skirts and things like that. We gotta normal. We gotta normalize it. We exactly. gotta normalize it so it's less. So the kids don't feel weird. Especially because, like, I think when you're really young, it's not that big of a deal for you if you if you do something that's different. And I don't know what age this happens, but there's an age where, like, you become self-conscious. Mm-hmm. And I really wish that wasn't a thing. Because there were some things that, I, like, I was going to do in high school that, like, I quit halfway through. Like, we talked about this. I wore a, a Power Ranger suit to school. That should be fine. Like, no one... Right, and, like, my brother and I... The same year, we dressed up in, like, medieval costumes for Medieval Tuesday. And I felt self-conscious and took mine off. And that's so dumb. It is. That's so dumb. Like, who cares? And obviously, that's not going to change. I think that's like a... I don't know if it's human nature, but that's a... Self-consciousness and feeling ashamed is a, a big, big thing. I don't know if you can just not... Yeah. I mean, we should try and keep it from happening, but I don't know how you would even do that. I don't either. Yeah. And I just, I, the, now that you said that, I don't, it's the, it's the many years of Catholic school that's coming out. And it's so like, many years and of Catholic just, school. And I'm just like, fuck Adam and Eve <laughs> for eating the goddamn God apple. apple. Like, oh, could you imagine if we were just like naked and didn't really care and, and can, didn't. Do you know how much, do you know how much easier my life would be if you just wake up and you're freeballing it like no and you don't really care you don't spend money on food you don't care maybe wear things in the winter maybe exactly maybe if you're just so much of the world's problems I think would be fixed fast fashion waste fast fashion (laughs) (laughs) H&M Sponsor us, H&M. <laughs> we love a sponsorship. We love a sponsorship. You have great clothes, but they're... Stop using child labor, please. But yeah. And not so much fuck Adam and Eve. Fuck Adam for, like, blaming Eve. Yeah. Eve was hungry. Exactly. You can fuck right off. Find something else. Jesus. In There's the two people, and exactly. you decided, I'm going to throw the only other person under the bus. Exactly. This is why I don't think the Men Bible have is sucked a real thing. from the beginning. <laughs> I just the Bible was written by somebody who I think it could could have been the greatest fiction book ever. Oh and yeah, and like the world's first librarian was like, "I'm gonna put this in the nonfiction section." And people were like, "This is real? This is what it really? Yeah, no, it's there's no way." I'd love to know. <laughs> One of my many questions for the the end simulation screen, where it's like you're gonna like run through all your cheats before you go in. Was Adam and real? Was Adam and Eve real? No. Okay, I'm ready. Send me back. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Where were we? <laughs> well, we did talk about gender. We did talk about gender. And then I took a quick, yeah. quick trip to uh, baby town. Can we kind of circle back around to gender, but not yeah. necessarily? Yeah. So, Let's do it. You also growing up a little effeminate. Yeah. I, I, how has that influenced not your not your gender identity, but your sexual orientation? Oh God, so like, many different ways. Um, so I think so. I'm 22 years old. My dad 
and I would kind of say most of my uncles are not what you would say is the stereotypical like manly man. So I didn't really have a lot of those role models in my life. My dad, um, his dad died when he was, well, 20 years ago in 2000. Um, and my dad has always been kind of a feminine, I think you could make the argument. And I think a lot of that comes from, he was raised by all girls. You know, he has six, five sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they had a really big influence on his life. So he, um, you know, and not to go back to Sarah, but Sarah always said my dad was gay and was just a closeted gay man, which I, I don't know. I don't think Jim is gay. Who is Sarah? Sarah is my ex from high school. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Um, so I think that that was a big part of it. And like the biggest manly influence in my life was my dad. My dad's been, you know, pretty effeminate his entire life. And like, I know Olivia and a lot of people that I'm friends with make jokes about my gay hand. And I have photographic evidence that I got it directly from my dad. Good. And so I think that's part of it. And like, it was never really a question. Like no one in my life besides Sarah, which happened when I was like 16. And I was like, no, like he's been married to my mom for however long, which yes, he could still be gay. I don't think that's the case, but I don't, again, I don't know. Um, but, like, no one ever questioned him. Like, he always, you know, wore the, not flamboyant, but, like, he is very preppy. And I think kind of in the same way that people would say that Andrew Bernard from The Office is gay. Okay. I think Jim would have gotten that, too. But no one would ever say that to him. And no one ever said that to me until later. So, my sense of fashion and, like, kind of what I thought was okay in terms of being a man all came from my dad. Um, and my parents are into old things so like I didn't know who the Beatles were until 5th grade and it was because someone was like oh like you don't like the Beatles and I was like I literally don't know who that is like I know Frank Sinatra and Nat King Cole and that's about it Um, so I think that was part of it and then I started doing theater in 6th grade and it was just like something all the cool kids did. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do theater. And then I got to high school and was like, oh, I don't... Like, I like theater, but I'm not great at it mm-hmm. in a certain sense. I don't know if it's for me. Um, and that was a big part of it. And then in terms of sexual orientation... Um, I don't know. Like, people in middle school never called me gay. I was never insulted that way. That was kind of a thing when we were growing up. Calling yeah. People gay. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that never happened to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Still. <laughs> still, still now. But, uh, yikes. Um, but, yeah. That never happened to me. That didn't really happen in high school either. Um, I remember a very close friend of mine. I would say my best friend in middle school, maybe like eighth grade was like, I think I'm bisexual. And I was like, cool. I don't think I am. Um, And they were like, do you want to like do stuff? And I was like, no. (laughs) 
I was like, I have kissed a girl. I don't think I'm. And it wasn't a reflection of them. It was more like a, I'm just not not comfortable with this. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think then also that experience and then losing that friendship because them like really wanting to try stuff and me being like, no, this isn't for me. Um, that kind of made me be like, okay, like I am probably 98% straight. And then never had an instance of any of that in high school, got to college, joined our acapella group. Um, and we would play spin the bottle at some of our parties, which was the first instance of me, like even being in this situation where like guys would kiss guys. And first of all, no one made it a big deal. Like, no one was like, this is gross, or I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, not true. Okay, people said that they weren't going to do it, but it didn't seem like they were going to discriminate against the people that did. Yes. Is, and so it felt like a safe environment. So I can say in front of my friends that I have kissed men, and afterward, because I have kissed you, Christian, no reflection on you, not in the, not in the kissing dudes. And it's dudes, okay. It's okay. I take dudes. no offense. Yeah, it, I think it was a good experience. I'm glad it happened. I don't need ladies. It's, I don't it's still that. okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> all. I, I like ladies. And I hope that's what you wanted <laughs> from that question. Because <laughs> we went deep in the rabbit hole. <laughs> and we're back! <laughs> Thank you so uh, much for our quick commercial break. Brought, brought to you, oh my god, I can't even. <laughs> um, no, um, brought to you by Lixpro. Oh my god, Lixpro mics. Lixpro Lix mics. What what mic do you have over there? Is that Lixpro too? No, it is a Sure. It is a S H U R E Sure mics. A Sure SM fifty eight. Oh, we nice. might not be asking you for promotion if this is not getting picked up the way Soon. I think it is. <laughs> Um, where the fuck were we? Were we, what did we talk about? High school, we circle back to gender and sexual identity. Yeah. Um, sort of similar to your first question, I think. Mm-hmm. What is a life lesson that you keep with you and sort of use in your day to day or whenever you need it? I'm going to do a big circle. We're going to hit a lot of different topics, but I'm going to answer your question. And if you have follow-up questions, that's fine. But So excited. Yes. So for those of you that don't know, I was in Alcoholics Anonymous for a time. And one of the things that I learned from the people there is that you are more than the worst thing that you've ever done. That's and a okay. hard thing I can carry that with me, yeah. Yeah. A lot because I have made a lot of mistakes and I think anybody who struggles with self-worth tries to or struggles to separate your actions with who you are and how those actions could or could not define you and so I think it's important to remember that there's always room for growth nothing is ever definitively the end and um, yeah you're more than the worst thing you've ever done uh-huh what I like that. That's Thank just you. a. Thank that's you. just a. It's a great quote. I might get it tattooed. <laughs> Maybe we don't know. That was that was a topic of a summer discussion that I had with 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was like, we didn't talk this <laughs> I had a breakdown yeah. on my way home from the park one day, and I was just like, holy shit, I am a terrible person mm-hmm. for this one thing that I did once, and I don't know how to, how to grow from it. And I, I don't know. I also think another really good one is... Some things you keep with you all the time. You just have to decide how you're going to carry it. Okay. Um, So, like, there are some things that I'll never be able to get rid of. But I can choose what that looks like. Okay. So, um, like, a lot of my trauma and a lot of my heartache, I don't let occupy more than, like, a pocket in my jeans. Because that much space I can, like quantify and I'm like you can be with me here you don't fit in my bed you're t- you're not big enough like you don't fit in my heart you know that kind of thing so like you specifically quantify how how much of your life you're going to let that trauma control and obviously that doesn't work all the time and yeah thank you sir um, <laughs> and you know, there's always going to be times when your trauma and your circumstance overwhelms you. But I think if you you are the person who sets those limits. And so if you say, you know, today I really need to keep you like this big or I'm going through something really difficult that's very triggering and close to my, my experience, then you let it maybe take a little bit more space. Or like you wear it like a sweater or like a scarf. And you don't let it consume you, obviously, but acknowledging that it's there and that it can affect you and how you exist is okay. Yeah. It's a great question. It's a really good question. No, thank you. I have a nice uh, a nice job interview one. Ooh. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Jimmy? I want both of Young blood. Did you put that down too? Where would you like to be in ten years? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. Well, I was gonna say, where did you? Where would you see yourself in five years? Both ideal, and then pessimistic. So optimistic okay. and pessimistic. I want both. I'm gonna do pessimistic first, okay. and then I'll and then I'll answer if you want to. Pessimistically, in five years, I still see myself working at Raising Canes. I will be a manager at Raising Canes. I will. Hell yeah! The best manager there is. Oh my god! Thank you. Um, but. Pessimistically, I will still be trying to get my career off the ground. Mm-hmm. Because even though I studied advertising and public relations, I don't really think that's the field I want to be sure. in. I would prefer to be a musician of sorts. Um, I'm kind of doing pessimistic and idealistic in the same breath. And I don't know how that's to okay. I, I think... Um, our listeners in New York smart enough to discern the two. Yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't calling you stupid. I'm sorry. No, I, I know you're not. I know, um, I know, I know. You're fine. Um, yeah, pessimistically, I will still be struggling to get my career off the ground. Uh, sort of hindering my. F- Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm answering a question, buddy. <laughs> Do you mind? We're doing the show. <laughs> Gosh. God. Pessimistically, <laughs> I see myself at Gaines. Um, 
sort of giving up on, not giving up on myself, but still struggling to find myself. Sure. Optimistically, I will have gone on a year-long pilgrimage, found myself, discovered Thank myself, you. yes, possibly through different spiritual rituals, different experiences. Yeah. Um, you know where y'all are going? Or just hallucinogenically oh, induced um, and not. Do you know which, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's something that they do in like Peru. Not the peyote. Not peyote. But ayahuasca? Yes. I don't know if that's an option. I have just tried, I have been trying to come to terms with, like, I, not come to terms with, I have, um, recently been hearing a lot about, like, once you accept death and sort of see death for what it is, you kind of learn how to live more. I think psychedelics help with that. Exactly. And I, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I need psychedelics right. to see it, but I would like to just it from a different perspective because I think they crack open your door a little yes and as someone who's done both I haven't done all shrooms psychedelics by any means mm. but I've done LSD and I've done shrooms I've done shrooms and I watched The Lion King after yeah did you like shrooms I kind of didn't really tell that I was going to I didn't like because I did not like acid I was not in a good place when I did shrooms, okay. and I don't think I was with the right people when sure. I did shrooms. Love y'all to death, y'all just really, yeah, love y'all, yeah. Um, I don't think I took it enough. I don't think it was like, I've never seen shit, you know what I mean? Like, things just look weird. Okay. I've never seen, like, cool things. When I did LSD, I just felt fucking ridiculous. I felt like Everything that I was saying was the most profound things in the world. I felt like I was the main character in everyone's story, which is a really weird feeling for me. Hashtag side character. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I think that psychedelics can help with that. And I think you have a good attitude for going in. Thank you. I'm, I think I'm in a better place right now than I was when I tried shrooms the first time. When did you try shrooms? Um, it was the, I guess, not this past summer, but the summer before. Yeah, you're an adult. I can say as your friend your entire life. Yeah, yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> no school, no friends, no, yeah. yeah. In a much better place. Much better. Not gonna lie, I did try to take a tab of acid the other day. I don't think I did it. Because <laughs> I, I did not feel shit. Like, I didn't see, feel. Like a full tab? Or like just like one of the little boxes? One of the little boxes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether I took enough either because I have never... Like people are like, oh, like you see like colors drift. I've never seen any of that. No. And I'd love to. Same. But if but acid is... Like if it's more than what it was like when I was on it, I don't want that shit. What was it? What was your... It was fine and like... I did it with Burr Rubber. Shout out to Burr Rubber. Um, also, if this airs and interferes with 
uh, his political campaign. We're going to um, redact your name. We'll redact your name. Yeah. <laughs> I did it with... <laughs> 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 uh, I did it with... Um, and, um, and it was fine. I was okay. Like like I said, I didn't... But like, Acid is like a 12-hour film. Yeah. And... Yeah. And so like, I was okay... But I could have gone to sleep. Yeah. And was like, I cannot sleep. Like, I am going to have a bad trip. Like, I am really going Interesting. to Interesting. Yeah. Like, I need you to be with me. And so we talked and, you know, got through it and stuff. But I know my own demons. And I think as much as I have been growing as a person, I think especially two of my demons have becoming exponentially stronger. Okay. And I don't think I can handle facing them like on earth. Interesting. Yeah. Do you want me to answer the five years, ten years, or no? I would, yeah, I would love to. Okay, pessimistically, kind of like what you said, still stuck in my same field, which would be fine, but like um, pessimistically still not into grad school because okay. I'm not trying to get into grad school. Um, still not into grad school. Pfft. Single and lonely okay. in a pessimistic world. I didn't even think about relationship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and uh, maybe opening the door on my addiction again. I don't know. It could be a really dark, slippery slope, depending upon how bad things get and how fast. Okay. Um, optimistically, five years sober. Okay. Cool. Um, either in grad school or done with grad school and I don't know whether I want to permanently settle anywhere I've okay. always liked the idea of like kind of moving around every once in a while um, but like in my first spot you know what I mean like yeah. I feel like this is still sort of my college spot because I'm still in the same place I went to school but um Five years from now, I'd like to, in a great place, be sort of where I'm going to be for a bit, maybe like 10 okay. years or so. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. So glad to have you. Yeah. Please ignore our cuts. <laughs> um, some things are not ready for the internet yet. Maybe even in a bit. Yeah. Catch us in 10 years if we have not been canceled yet. Yeah, if we have not been... Oh, optimistically, five years of the show is wildly successful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, no, we have, we have like either a radio or a TV I deal. Maybe both. so hard with a radio deal. Yeah. I think that would be so fun, but also TV like, would be cool. Like if we had a serious XM... I would be so into Channel. That. Yeah, just put it on while you're driving. Exactly. Like, um, you ever listen to NPR? Oh, yeah. I love NPR. Yeah. I used to act like I hated NPR because my stepdad loved it. I do, too. I love like, NPR. But when he played it in the car, I was like, oh, okay. I love Science Friday. Thank you so much, listeners. Um, we'll be back at you with whatever our next episode is going to be. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed this first premiere <laughs> yeah this, i think we took some notes yeah I we did we, we've grown we applied the structure we stayed on topic a lot more very few tangents and our one tangent will it was relevant are you talking about the 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Our one tangent may be available on the deluxe package. <laughs> um, twenty years down the line. Yeah, twenty years down the line when we're ready to bear our souls. <laughs> um, yes. Thank you so much. Well, it's it's day. It's one night. One afternoon. Whatever time of day it is for you. We gotta make a sign off. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Maybe next time. Okay. <laughs> this is loose structure. This is loose structure. <laughs> All right, y'all. Lexi James, <laughs> shout out to you.